Praise the Lord. Okay, here we go. All right, watch what happens here. Like I say, this morning, if, you're, if you've got, I mean, anything on your heart, and we all do in the world, you're going to have tribulation. Remember, Jesus said, be of good cheer, I've overcome it. So watch what happens even to your stuff that's going on. Okay, now these are the names of uh, the famous uh, warriors uh, who followed, uh, who, who uh, anyway, who joined David at Ziklag while he was hiding from Saul. Now, remember, that's when he ran from Saul, but hold on a second. If you remember, we went through this big list, the top 10, the top, the top three, the top 30. No, that was this. That was that chapter here. And, and on back, chapter 10, all these people. Uh, okay, anyway, so let's get right over here to chapter 12 here. Uh, let's see. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay. okay. All right, all of them, look at this, were expert archers and slingers, and they could, and they could uh, use their left hand as readily as their right. Like King Saul, they were all of the tribe of Benjamin. Now, remember, these are, they didn't just, wow, my gosh, we need to get them saved. We need to make, these were part of God's people. That's why. Now, ain't that cool? They were good with their, anyway, let's keep reading. Their chief was Ahizer, son of Shema, from whatever, Gibeah. The others were his brother Joash. Look at the history, 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 history. It's not fable, fable, fable. Okay. All right, with all these lists of people, Ishmael, all these, la da 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 Notice this. Uh, this guy, Emma Ishmael, was from Gibeah, was a brave warrior, rated as high or higher than the 30. Jeremiah, Jehazel, and all these guys. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Look at verse 8. Look at this. You know, the Bible tells us that uh, the righteous are as bold as a lion, you know? Anyway, great and brave warriors from the tribe of Gad also went to David in the wilderness. They were both expert. They were experts in both shield and spear and were lion-faced men swift as deer upon the mountains. Ezra was the chief. Now, he's another guy who's heading up this big group. So here we go. Obadiah, second in command. Eliab, no, it wasn't like a three-man army, was it? Look at that. Sixth in command, seventh in command. These are some names. Let's keep going. Verse 14, these men were army officers. Look at this. The weakest was worth a hundred normal troops. Now, wait a minute. When David was almost taken out, that was never going to happen, was it? Because the Lord take care of it. David was in a battle one time, and they said, you ain't going to battle with us no more. And and they even said, you are worth more than 10,000 of us. Okay? Now, look at this. These were the army officers. The weakest was worth a hundred normal troops. The greatest was worth a thousand. Look at that. They crossed. I mean, you talk about these guys doing CrossFit. You know, guys, girls, Mel, Dustin, you know, Max. They crossed the Jordan River during its seasonal flooding. You couldn't stop these guys. And conquered the lowlands on the east and the west bank. Others came to David from Benjamin. Now, what was happening here was, remember, Saul had died, okay? and got killed. And all these people are coming to David. David went out to meet them and he said, hey, if you've come to help me, we're friends. But if you've come to betray me to my enemies when I'm innocent, then the God of our fathers see and judge you. Well, wait a minute. Maybe there's some deep, dark secret in my There's no deep, dark secret in your life. God's on your side. Okay. Then the Holy Spirit came upon them. What are they, clergy? No. Army officers. Amasiah, a leader of the 30, look at that, replied, we're yours, David. Praise God. Do you remember the story when Joshua crossed into the, he crossed the Jordan and he's looking at Jericho and there was a guy over there. He was the angel of the Lord. Remember? And Joshua was all beefed up. Remember he said, you know, he was doing what Moses said do, you know, be strong, be of courage. And the Lord God, whatever, you know, and he walked right up and said, are you on our side? Or are you on their side? <laughs> and he said, I'm captain of the armies of the Lord. He said, okay, you're on our side. Praise the Lord. We're yours. We're on your side, son of Jesse. 
What does that mean? History, history, history. You at this point already know that uh, Jesse's, uh, David's dad was Jesse. David's grandma was, remember, son of Boaz. Ruth, the book of Ruth, remember that story? Anyway, peace be unto you. Peace, peace be unto you. And peace to all who aid you, for God is with you. I mean, all this pulling our hair out and all this work. Remember, you and I have the peace that passes all understanding. So David let them join, and he made them captains of his army. Some of the men from Manasseh deserted the Israeli army and joined David just as he was going into battle with the Philistines against King Saul. All right? But it turned out the Philistine generals, remember this story? They didn't want, remember, David was on the other side. And they were going to look like they were going to fight King Saul. But, of course, David wasn't going to do that. But remember, that's because the Philistine generals said, Whoa! Don't let David be on our side. He might turn on us. That's in the book of what? Uh, Samuel. Uh, so after much discussion, they sent him back and they were afraid that David and his men would imperil them by deserting to King Saul, which I'm sure David would have done. Here's a list of the men from Manasseh who deserted to David as he was en route to Ziglag. So now he's got some people from Saul that deserted and they went to David. Here they are. And uh, Zobab, Jedah, Micaiah, Zobab, Elihu, all these, these. Okay, each was a high-ranking officer of Manasseh's troops. They were brave and able warriors, and they assisted David when he fought the, uh, the Amalek raiders at Ziglag. Look at this. More and more. Look at that verse. Look at it. More and more. Join David almost every day until he had a tremendous army. Look at that. The army of God. God's got nothing to do with our Jesus is a pacifist. But how do you put on the whole armor of God? The breastplate of righteousness? Well, I don't want to offend anybody. So let's just say, hey, I'm, a open, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm an open target. Like Phil said just a few minutes ago, his boss, who's sort of anti-gun, whatever, they were going to go check on a late-night party at the camp thing, and, and the guy turned to Phil and said, uh, you are packing, aren't you? <laughs> and Phil says, oh, yeah, or he's got my pistol. I mean, come on. Here's the registry of the recruits. Oh, everybody was such bozos, nobody cared. Oh, they did too. They were all anxious to see David become king instead of Saul, just as the Lord said would happen. So in other words, all these military people, Dustin's played for the University of Alabama, and at the end of practice, he told me they do the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Who does that? People that recognize the Lord. I'm so glad I'm involved in the military. I, I get to see, I mean, we have chaplains. They're paid chaplains. They're chaplains for a reason. You can watch Patton, and he had to, Ask for a chaplain. Oh, we don't wait. No, we, don't, we don't have the Lord in there. <laughs> That's the reason we're successful. From Judah, 6,800 troops with shields, uh, spear, uh, shields and spears. Simeon, remember all these are the 12 sons of Israel. They're descendants. Reading, they call it tribe. Otherwise, they would have said, hey, get Simeon out here. Simeon had been dead for 200 years. 7,100 outstanding warriors. Levites. Wait just a minute. Wait a minute. This can't be so because Richard's from the cloth. I don't believe in no weapons. No, what you don't believe in is the Bible. Look at this. From the priest, descendants of Aaron, how close can you get to this? 3,700 troops under the command of Zadok, a young man of unusual courage. Where did he get that from? Jesus, praise the Lord. Now look at this. And Jehoiada, he and 22 members of his family were officers. Get this, officers of the fighting priest. Don't you remember when they got they lost their kingdom to Nebuchadnezzar well, 300 years from now? And they're trying to build a wall back up and they were laying brick with one hand and they had their swords in the other. And some of those were priests. Okay. 
Wow, the fighting priest? I've never heard that. I know, and there's so much we've never heard because we got to read our Bibles. From the tribe of Benjamin, the same tribe Saul was from. Also, the apostle Paul later were 3,000. Most of that tribe retained its allegiance to Saul. They eventually came over, but not right now. The tribe of Ethron, 20,800 mighty warriors, each famous in his respective... Remember this, how awesome this is? This is the army of God. And I tell you what, in our army today in America, we got morale. I tell you, it ain't falling apart or our nation would start falling apart real fast. From the tri- and I tell you what's holding it together. Even though Obama has said, we're not a Christian nation. That's baloney. Our nation is a Christian nation. Let's keep going. <clears throat> from, from the half-tribe of Manasseh, coat of many colors, that was Manasseh's dad. Nafta, uh, anyway, Manasseh and his brother. 18,000 were sent for the express purpose of helping David become king. Now, why do they say that? Because it's going to happen. You know, God's going to help you. Anyway, from the tribe of Isker, there were 200 leaders of the tribe. Now, it's leaders, not the military. 200 leaders with their relatives, who all, all men who understood the temper of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. Oh, golly gee, I, I, don't, I just don't know what to do. Yeah, you do. You got Jesus. You will always have Jesus. You're always going to be smart. You, all you got to do is ask the Lord, gosh, Lord, what do I do here? He'll tell you. All right, from the tribe of Zebulun, 50,000 trained warriors. They were fully armed. And look at that, totally loyal to David. From Naphtali, there was 1,000 officers, 3,700 troops, shields and spears. Remember the time prior to this, 20 years earlier? Not an Israeli had a sword. What's happened? Jesus. From the tribe of Dan, 28,600, all of them prepared for war. Oh, oh, we're not ready for this. They're ready. From the tribe of Asher, 40,000 trained, ready for ready troops. From the other side of the Jordan River were the tribes of Reuben and Gad. The half-tribe of Nasa lived there. 120 troops from, with every, look at that, every kind of weapon. Now, I'm not going to miss this. Look at this. On the other side of the Jordan. Remember when they got to the promised land? They told Moses, hey, we want to stay over here. Moses got mad. You mean you're not going over to the promised land? And they said, no, 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 hold on. We're going. We'll help you beat the bad guys over there. But we like it over here. Look how that endorsed that story. That's because that's where they lived, on the other side. Okay, here we go. Every kind of weapon. Ain't that good? Praise the Lord. All right. All these men came in battle array to Hebron with the single purpose of making David the king of Israel. In fact, all Israel was ready for this change. Look at that. They feasted in... Excuse me. See... Well, you know, we need prohibition. Our nation's going... You know, people can be stupid with drinking or they can be smart. They were not in battle. They were having a feast, having a party. Everything's okay. And these clowns, well, they're not clowns. They're smart enough to know we're going to battle tomorrow. They put the liquor aside. Whatever. They drank with David for three days. I knew something was wrong with David. Well, something's wrong with Jesus then because he called himself. He said in comparison, it's in Luke chapter 7. He also did it in Matthew. He said, you think John the Baptist was demon-possessed because he didn't eat nor drink. And I eat and drink, and you call me a glutton, you know, and a drunkard. Well, they were lying about you, Jesus. No, he did drink. Remember, right before he died, he said, I will not drink of the fruit of this vine again. You've been drinking, Jesus? Oh, you've ruined my image of you. Well, yeah, but I'm going to heaven because I never took a drink. I'm never going. I'm going to heaven because I didn't drink. I never had no drugs. I'm going to heaven because of, no. You're going to heaven because of the blood of Jesus. 
It's not about what you cut out of your life. Anyway, back to this. So they ate and drank with David for three days. For preparations had been made for their arrival. Look at this. People from nearby and far, from far away as Isker, Zebulun, and Naphtali brought food on donkeys. Now, if you, if you we probably don't, but if you had your Bible, I know Myrna carries her with her, in the back, there's maps. I remember as a kid, that was the only part I ever looked at in church. I looked at the maps because it looked like cartoons. It was painted, you know. Whatever. You'll see the divisions where these, it's like Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas. You can see it. That's where all these places were. Anyway, they brought food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. Vast supplies of flour, fig cakes, raisins, wine, oil, cattle, and sheep were brought to the celebration for joy had spread throughout the land. Till God gets in there and messes it all up because God don't want nobody happy. Oh, man, we got to get rid of that crazy stuff. All right, remember, no markers. Boom, here we go. After David had consulted with his army officers, he addressed the assembly of Israel as follows. Since you think I should be your king and since the Lord our God has given his approval, let's send messages to our brothers throughout the whole land of Israel, including the priests, the Levites, inviting them to come join us. And let's bring back the ark where that thing been? Oh, man. Remember the Philistines had it at one time, and they still didn't have it back where it needed to be. We have been neglecting it ever since Saul became king. Now you know why David has the army of God. David thinks it matters that the things that the Lord told Moses to do need to be set up. There was unanimous consent. Everyone agreed. So David summoned all the people of Israel across the nation so that they could be present when the ark was brought from Kirajima. In other words... We'll just say Boaz. Then David and all Israel went to Bala, Kirachia, in Judah to bring back the ark of the Lord enthroned above the angels. Where'd they get that from? Well, where'd they get the ark? Well, they knew this stuff was real. And that ark, we already seen the design, the design of that thing. You know, it's like, uh, you know, if you've seen uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark with Harrison Ford, they did a pretty good job of showing you what that thing looked like in their eyes. But nonetheless, they had the cherubim up there. So here they go. Now, you remember this story. Let's watch what happened. It was taken from the house of Abinadab on a new cart. Uzziah and Ahio drove it, drove the oxen. Then David and all the people, they danced before the Lord with great enthusiasm. Yeah, here's where God's going to just, y'all shouldn't be so happy because y'all are sinners. No, there's more to this story. Look at this. Man, they were singing their hearts out. Zithers, harps, tambourines, cymbals, trumpets. But as they arrived at the threshing floor of Shaddon, the oxen stumbled and Uzziah reached out to steady his hand. Then, what? The anger of the Lord blazed out against Uzzah. Wait a minute. And killed him because he touched the ark. Now, did you notice it wasn't a soldier that said, you ain't supposed to touch that? Because there's really no God. We make up this stuff. No. Something killed him. Well, we found out why. Look at this. He died there before God. David was so angry at the Lord for what he had done. He named the place. <laughs> he named it. It's now called Huntsville. Okay. The outbreak against Uzzah. And it's still called that today. Now David was afraid of God and asked, What's, how shall I ever get the ark of God home? You're going to find out in a minute that David did what Moses said do. Every king is supposed to take a copy of the Bible and write it. Oh, that's going to take forever. Well, how are you going to pass that test? Haven't you done that before? Repetitive. The teacher said the answer was this. The teacher said the answer. You get it. Okay. But anyway, David figures this out. And besides that, John chapter 3, verse 16, God so loved the world. Remember that? He gave his only begotten son. He said, he that believeth, remember, we, we already have eternal life. But those who don't, the wrath of God abides on him. Anyway, here we go. Finally, he decided, look at this. 
Finally, he decided to take it to the home of Obed-Edom the Gittite. In other words, Fred's house, we'll say. Instead of bringing the ark to the city of David. The ark remained there. Watch this. It remained. Where did it go? It's over at Fred's house. Or we'll say it's at Phil's place at Gunnersville State Park. Wherever he's at. The, the, the park he's at. It's not Gunnersville. Anyway. The ark remained there with the family of Obed-Edom for three months. And the Lord blessed him and his family. What's up with that? Yo, you know what's up with that. Boom. The king of Hiram sent uh, king of, the king Hiram of Tyre sent masons and carpenters to help David build his palace. He supplied him with much cedar. David now realized why the Lord made him king. Look at this. Why? He just wanted to, and why he made his kingdom so great? It was for a special reason to give joy to God's people. You ever heard of a verse that says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I say, rejoice. Let's slow it down. Rejoice in the Lord. Okay. So apparently, in the presence of the Lord, David wrote in the psalm, is fullness of joy. So if you've got this down type, whatever, you better figure out what's going on because that's not from the Lord. David moved to Jerusalem. He married, oh my God, he's not a Baptist. Oh God. Additional wives and became the father of many sons. We'll see psychology, psychologists will tell you that it just rips women apart. You know, it rips guys and kids. Oh, they don't know. Oh, it's the... Uh, Oh, you're uh, no. We all got the same dad. That's right. But uh, uh, do I call you mom or do I call you? Uh, and it's just oh, just uh, please keep reading your Bible. Keep reading your Bible. We worry about today. Oh, my dad's remarried. Oh my God, you know I got several whatever. And mom's married ten times. Oh, keep going. These are the names of the sons born to him. Wow, they had a record. Shamu, whatever. We'll just say Shobab, Nathan, Solomon. I heard those guys. La da da da. Okay, verse eight. When the Philistines heard that David was Israel's new claim, new king, boy, they mobilized their forces to capture him. Notice this. Now remember, David's you. David learned they were on the way, so he called together. <laughs> we didn't read about his army. Hey, army, come on. The Philistines were raiding the valley of Rephaim, and David asked the Lord, "If I go out and fight them, will you give me victory?" Well, I tell you what, we could really use a lot of help right here. Instead of going, well, I don't know why you. The Lord said, yeah. So he attacked them from baal Pazim and wiped them out. Look at this. He exalted. God used me. Notice, God. He, oh, I got lucky. No, God used me to sweep away my enemies like water bursting through a dam. That's why the place has been known as baal Perizim, a Hebrew word, ever since, meaning the place of breaking through. And you got breakthroughs too. David wrote a song about this. After the battle, look at this. Look at this. This is why. See, we, this is so important. Look at this. After the battle, the Israelis. Now, they, were, they meant well, but they were going to do something wrong. Look at this. They picked up many what? Idols. Left by the Philistines. Hey, there's a good one. That one here says on the bottom, rub it three times and you'll have good crops. Do this one, put it up on a shelf and your wife will always have kids. Do this one, and, you know, we don't need that. We've got Jesus. Boy, you can read what happened. They picked up many idols left by the Philistines, but David ordered them burned. Praise the Lord. Remember the story in the book of Acts? The gospel had such an impact on this one town, everybody took their witchcraft, their works, and their books and stuff, and they burned them. And they totaled up the price of it. It was like $10 million worth of stuff. Yeah, but what am I going to do when things go bad? You're going to call on the Lord. He'll help you. Anyway, 
After that, the Israelis raided the valley again. David asked God what to do. Go around the mulberry trees and attack from there. When you hear a sound like marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, that's your signal to attack. For God will go before you and destroy the enemies. Now before we get in, let's look a second. What's David got a connection with the Lord? Same connection you got. It's like breathing. If you'll just assume Jesus is there, you know, Revelation 3 says he's right there. He said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. Is he a mute? Now, if you treat him that way, I can't hear you, Lord. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Doggone it. Cell towers are out. I can't get God. He's there. So David did as the Lord commanded him. He cut down the army of the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. David's fame spread everywhere, and the Lord called all nations to fear him. End of that chapter, isn't it? Let's stop here. Here we go. Because I want to see. We'll get back to that ark. What happened to that ark? David now built several places, palaces for himself in Jerusalem. He also built a new tabernacle. Now look what David learned to house the ark. He issued these instructions. No way, he talked to the chaplain. He does his own Bible reading. Look at this. When we transfer the ark to its new home, now we would have known this too, but we would have forgot it if we didn't keep reading. No one except the Levites can carry it. Don't you remember they had carrying poles? Moses said, Lord said, take these carrying Look at this. For God has chosen them for this purpose. They are to minister him for, for, to him forever. Now, can you imagine if Dustin and I and Melody and whoever else were the Levites, and now the king said, uh, you go carry this thing. <laughs> if we didn't believe the book, we'd be like, uh, I'm not feeling too good. Uh, <laughs> who's my backup? Eventually it goes, there ain't no backup. Grab that pole and pick it up. Last guy that touched this thing got killed. But those that knew what the priest said, that the Bible says this, they were like, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. Now, remember the other thing? The Levites were camped around that whole area. What? To keep the wrath of God away. Remember that? Remember that in the book of Numbers? When marching orders were put in place, Levites were completely around the tabernacle. Then you had Naphtali, Judah, Simeon, all the tribes. Okay. With their flag. Okay. God chosen them for this purpose. They are to minister to him forever. Now that's why we know we come boldly to the throne. Right here you couldn't. But you still had mercy. You had these guys do it. So here they go. David summoned all Israel to Jerusalem to celebrate. You can't celebrate God. Yeah, you can. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. And you know that second verse? Second or third it says, No more let... It says, far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found. What do you mean? No, it actually says, no more let thorns infest the ground. There you go. I remembered it. Thank the Lord. You can't do nothing about them thorns. Yes, you can. These were the priests. Wow. From 120 from Kohath. Uriel was 200 from this group. Murrah, 130 from this. La, da, 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 da. Okay. The list goes on and on, but you see the numbers and names. Okay, David called for Zadok and Abathar. Abathar mentioned, was mentioned by Jesus. The high priest for the leaders of the Levites and for the leaders, the Levite leaders. Uriah, we're stopping here. Ahaziah, Joel, Shemaiah, Eli, whatever. You are the leaders of the clans of Levites, he told them. Now sanctify yourselves. What's that? You would have read about it. Remember the red heifer? So they had to do all that shampoo and get themselves all sweetened up and whatever. And then they were sanctified. So that you may bring the ark. Now notice David knew that. David's been reading a book. We've been doing his wrong. Throw away. Some of these priests were worshiping the sun anyway. Do we have to do that? David said, you will or you going to 
you know. So they did it. So that you can bring the ark of Jehovah, the God of Israel, to the place I prepared for it. The Lord destroyed us before because we handled the matter improperly. Why, it's just God's will. No, they've screwed up. You were not carrying it. Boy, thank God we got a high priest. It's Jesus. He carried his own blood into the heavenly holies of holies for you and I. So the priests and the Levites, they underwent the ceremonies. Boy, they cleaned themselves all up in preparation to bring the ark of Jehovah. Now remember, this is faith, buddy. Last person got near this thing got killed. Well, now wait a minute. How come over here at so-and-so's house, he's been blessed like crazy. He's been sitting in his front yard. Okay. The Levites carried the ark on their shoulder with its carrying poles, just as the Lord had instructed Moses. And if you have a study Bible, that'll tell you exactly where that is. King David ordered the Levite leaders to organize the singers, what for, into orchestra, and they played loudly and joyously upon the psalteries because there was no Church of Christ members there. I'm making fun of that for a reason. You got people, they make, it's a big deal. I had a guy turn away from me when he found out I played my guitar at church. He just turned. Just turned away. That matters. Read Psalm 150. Music, music, music. Psalm 150, the last one. Yeah, but there's no music in the New Testament. Oh, really? Try reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Anyway, let's keep going. King David ordered them to singers and they played loudly and joyously upon the psalteries, harps and cymbals. They played rock and roll. They played highway to hell. No, they didn't. No way. Heman, Asaph, I've heard of him. You'll hear him today. Songs of Asaph. Hello. And Ethan, the clan of Miramar, were the heads of the musicians. The following men were chosen as their assistants. Name, 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 name. Boy, they had them all. Yeah. Look at this. And they had these guys. They were doorkeepers. You're not coming in without permission. Besides that, it might kill you. I want to go in there and peek at that ark. <laughs> It'll be the last thing you do. <laughs> you don't go in there and look at that ark, you know. He meant Asaph. He said were chosen to sound the bronze cymbals. Oh, please. Get rid of... Uh, I've been to church before, and they, I was leading music, and soon as so was, this guy would come up all the time. Well, I'll tell you who it was. It's Fred Halbrenner. <laughs> I love Fred Halbrenner, but Fred was like, get them, to, they don't even play them drums. They play them drums, man. In Africa, that's the call of the demons. <laughs> that was Fred Halbrenner. Hello, Fred, you're in here. You're, you're in heaven, you're laughing at me now. But anyway, he did. He said, and he would actually come after the music. It just bothered him that much. Don't let this stuff bother you. These guys were pounding it. Anyway, look at these names. Then they comprised an octet accompanied by harps. This guy's name, this guy's name, this guy's name. You know, Matthiah, Ethan, gee whiz, Micaiah, anyway, Fred, Bill, Tom, whatever. And, and Azariah were the harpists. The song leader was Shania. I've heard of him before. The book of so-and-so, his songs. There he is. Who was selected for his skill. Barakiah and Elkanah were guards of the ark. What do you do? I guard the ark. What for? Well, let me tell you a few stories. <laughs> Remember, there was a king that thought he could go in there and sit in there, and he did, and he broke out with leprosy. Okay. Uh, anyway, look at this. Uh, these guys here, verse 14, all whom were priests, they formed a bugle corps to march at the head of the procession. No, wait, the priests are too holy. Well, they can sure play some jazz music. Look at this. Obed, Jehovah, and Je were gu guarded the ark. Then David and the elders of Israel and the high, high officers of the army went with great joy to the home of Obed-Edom to take the ark. So there they go. 
They had all this band. They had an orchestra. They had all this stuff, and they're on the way. Look what happens. Look at that. But God didn't destroy the Levites who were carrying the ark. They sacrificed. No, excuse me. Because God didn't destroy them, <laughs> they're they happy. They're going, wow, this stuff works. David, uh, the Levites carrying the ark, the singers, Shania, the song. Look at this, all dressed in linen robes. David wore a linen ephod. He's basically not wearing nothing. Okay. So the, the leaders of Israel took the ark to Jerusalem with shouts of joy, blowing the horns and trumpets, the crashing of cymbals, and loud playing on the harps and scythers. Now remember, when they went to war, Moses said, take this thing ahead of the army, and you'll never be beat. I, we, we've lost a lot of joy in our Christian lives because sometimes we don't pay attention to the Bible. We're going to stop right here. But as the ark arrived in Jerusalem, remember this story was referenced in 2 Samuel. The daughter of King Saul, remember he married her after killing Goliath, after a while. She felt deep disgust for David as she watched him through the window and saw him dancing like a wild man. And if you read 1 Samuel, or 2 Samuel, David let her have it. He said, I was nothing, I was nothing but a dog, and he took me from where I was and made me king of Israel. Boy, that's something we need to remember. Where am I today? Like Melody talking about her promotion and stuff. How did I get here today? It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. You ought to read what he told her. Because she just went, yeah. Well, she, she, the Living Bible says you danced around like a common pervert. Well, David did that because he was showing I had nothing. Isaiah the prophet walked around naked. When he got that call from the Lord, hey, I need you to stroll down Main Street with nothing on. Are you kidding me? Isaiah took all his clothes off, walked downtown. And why did he do that? Because the Lord said, Nebuchadnezzar's coming, and y'all are all going to be marched off for not worshiping me, but worshiping these stupid idols, and you're going to be hauled off naked. Man, wow. But anyway, David said, no way, buddy. I'm going to worship the Lord. It's somehow a king. That's why it matters. That's why your parents, if your parents love the Lord, it's great. And as you... You love the Lord. It'll matter if you alone will take the first step and say, I'm going to serve Jesus. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you. We see in history, praise the Lord, what happened to David here. You were taking care of him. And when they found all those idols, they said, burn them. We're getting rid of this stuff. We don't need anything. We just need Jesus. So, Father, if we're facing uh, some problem with our body today, I'm not worried about it. Skin problems, ear problems, here in sight, whatever it is, you'll take care of that. You're our healer. We just got through singing, praise the Lord. And that guy in the 17th century knew you'd take care of our health. So, Father, if it's something related to finances, it's the same thing. You'll take care of that. And if it's something related to, oh, my gosh, something going on in our life, we're in trouble, you'll get us out. Praise the Lord. And that doesn't leave anything left but for us to say the names and the faces and the people and tell the historical lesson of what you've done in our life. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're good. Golly, right at 30 minutes and